welcome, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Drop scary, drop scary show. Welcome, 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 welcome. Oh, man, you guys got to fix this. All right. Oh, welcome, everybody. It's uh, Rob's Carey's Rob's Carey Show. We are live. Yes, we are live. I know I'm late. I'm extremely late. Uh, they did not put the uh, tweets or, or show info together. Yes, I know this is like the second time we've uh, messed up. I take the blame. It's my show. I take the blame. Yes, I do. But uh, some people, our producers, were supposed to uh, tweet out and uh, put together a uh, uh, like a little press thing that says that we were going to be late. Actually, we weren't going to have a show at all. That was the game plan. And then I found out that they didn't take care of it. And I said, you know what? Let's just get on the air. Let's do the show real quick. And what I mean by real quick, let's uh, not do our normal two, three-hour show, but let's just get on there. I don't want people to be upset. So here we are. Okay, more developments, more news. And because we do our show late, there's a serious development like a, a serious development and that is NBC is now confirming and I think this is a pretty big I think this is a pretty big development because it goes against everything that you've been seeing um, talked about today on CNN MSNBC, ABC, and the big Trump press conference. And that is NBC correspondent uh, Cynthia McFadden is reporting that Donald Trump was never briefed on a two-page addendum alleging that the Russian government has damaging information on Trump. So when CNN, Anderson Cooper, Hack Tapper, who is the quintessential hack, says, listen, we did what we did because the president elect was briefed on potential blackmail material. Now, we didn't report the information that was in the 35-page dossier. We just reported, and I might say breathlessly, we just reported that the president-elect and the president were briefed that there was potential blackmail. Now, what BuzzFeed does, hey, that's not us. I mean, I watched Anderson Cooper and Kellyanne Conway 
fight for about 20 minutes. And the distinction was made between Anderson Cooper going back and forth with Kellyanne Conway that they never ported on the information that was in the dossier. They just reported that Trump was briefed. That is what they have been spinning all day. Now, remember yesterday we talked about this and we said, is this the hack tapper, CNN, Dan Rather, CBS moment? And I said, well, the difference is uh, back then, the news departments actually cared about their credibility. Granted. You had leftists like Dan Rather, but the higher-ups cared about their credibility to a degree. I mean, I'm not saying 100%, but they somewhat cared. They always wanted to be looked at not as partisan hacks, but as legit news. Dan Rather, Brokaw. So when Dan Rather put out the Texas National Guard, Air Guard, whatever the hell you call the military outfit that Bush supposedly went AWOL from, and it was all based off of fake documents, Dan Rather was fired. And not just fired, but he was ostracized. I Dan Rather, once in a while, pops up on MSNBC. Talks to Rachel Maddow. And I think he's got some... I, I, I mean, I, he, he, in essence, has a show <laughs> like some of us who are on the internet. Uh, I don't know, he's on some... He's somewhere, but... He's not in the news, right? He's not on CBS. But CBS was like, hey, we can't be a... This horror, this ruin us. So my producers tweeted that out yesterday, and we had a debate on the show about it. Not 100% being in the same ballpark. Only because now, 2016 or 2017, the media has no qualms about being liberal or Democrat propaganda tools. They have no qualms. All of the Hosts, all of the quote-unquote reporters, they were all just political hacks working for campaigns. That, that's what they were. And I've said this a thousand times before. 
You look at people like George Stephanopoulos, who was part of the Clinton administration, whose main objective was to cover up for Bill Clinton. There's no Republican there. there. There's no right in the middle there. So when he went to ABC, and was part of their news division covering politics, what did everybody think was going to happen? When people like Chuck Todd, who started their careers working for politicians on the left, like Tom Harkin, and has a wife that is a Democrat strategist, worked for Jim Webb. I mean, what do you think? They're going to be this right-in-the-middle journalist? Of course not. They're all hacks. They're all hacks. I mean, even Chris Matthews, for Christ's sakes, worked in the Carter administration. Chris Matthews, Mr. Journalist, Mr. Reporter. So to think we were going to get a Dan Rather CBS moment from Hack Tapper and CNN... It's not going to happen. Even now, with NBC not just contradicting, but completely blowing up the quote-unquote, as the I say, alibi of CNN as to why they did what they did. Again, yesterday... Wolf Blitzer said, we have breaking news. We have explosive breaking news. What what do you got? I'm thinking, holy moly. Did Hillary Clinton stumble again? What what happened? What, What? There's a document that Donald Trump was briefed on, along with President Obama, about... Potential blackmail. Whoa. Oh, wow. So while this is breaking, a few minutes later, BuzzFeed is like, hey, here's the explosive material. So the entire alibi or the entire excuse of CNN was we didn't report about the contents of the dossier. We just reported that Donald Trump and Obama were briefed on this two-page addendum about the 35-page dossier. Now, tonight, NBC, Cynthia McFadden is saying Trump was never briefed. Yes, I kid you not. NBC is saying, which is kind of ironic considering NBC has invested hundreds of millions of dollars into BuzzFeed. 
But NBC is saying the exact opposite of CNN. So somebody's lying. Somebody's lying. There is no gray area. Somebody's lying. Either NBC News is lying or CNN is lying. But somebody is lying. Now, yesterday when I said uh, the media, the, it's not going to be a rather CBS moment because th- there is nobody at CNN that actually respects impartial news. That's, that's not uh, the day and age that we live in. So no one's going to get fired. They're not going to fire Acosta. They're not going to, uh, you know, fire uh, uh, Bernstein. They're not going to fire Hack Tapper. They're not going to do that. But, but, with this NBC report coming out, I, I got to tell you, there's no way this story dies tomorrow. There's no way this story dies. And, With this type of information, now I'm not too sure about a Dan Rather CBS moment. Because Cynthia McFadden is saying the CNN cover story of doing what they did is based on Trump and Obama being briefed on a two-page addendum based off of the 35-page dossier. And Cynthia McFadden saying, this didn't happen. So if this didn't happen, that means when Anderson Cooper was telling Kellyanne Conway... Well, our sources say this, 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 this report had this addendum. That, that means whoever their source was is lying. Or NBC News, Cynthia McFadden is lying. But someone's lying. 100% someone is lying. Now, now we're hitting a Dan Rather CBS moment because someone's lying. Someone is lying. If listen, if this two-page amendment, amendment, addendum, amendment, addendum was really given to Trump and he was briefed on it, and that whole thing happened the way CNN is reporting, then Cynthia McFadden needs to be fired. NBC needs to be somebody needs to be fired at NBC. Cynthia McFadden is correct. CNN's got to fire hack uh, hack tapper Jim Shahudo because his name's on the story. 
Bernstein's got to lose his little hack punditry gig. But they got to be fired. Because they created a story with fake information, made-up information, which then BuzzFeed printed fake, made-up information. Story continues. And like I said, that's one of the big benefits of us doing the show at night. In fact, McFadden further stated that the brief published by BuzzFeed was in fact an example of what U.S. intelligence officials are calling unvetted disinformation designed to help Trump distinguish between analyzed intelligence and unverified reports. A senior U.S. intelligence official who was involved in the preparation for the meeting tells NBC that the president-elect was not briefed on this so-called two-page addendum. Part of a briefing available to the briefers, but it was not included because they believed it to be, because they believed it to not be true. It was included in a different way and a different reason. It was included should they feel they needed to explain to Mr. Trump the difference between analyzed intelligence and what they are calling unvetted disinformation. It was available for the purpose and it never came up. Importantly, documents were never presented to Mr. Trump or his team. McFadden continues. Trump's intelligence briefing was an oral briefing. One reason is at Trump Tower, there's no place to contain top secret documents. This was a oral briefing. And we are told definitively this was, uh, that this was not told to Mr. Trump at the time. McFadden closed by adding that her U.S. intelligence source maintains intel law enforcement officials agree that none of the investigations have found any conclusive or direct link between Mr. Trump and the Russian government, period. McFadden's report directly contradicts reports by news outlets including CNN, and the Washington Post, that the addendum was delivered to Trump last week. The addendum was based on a 35-page memo that includes unconfirmed allegations against Trump. BuzzFeed published the 35-page memo Tuesday without confirming, rather, any of the allegations 
were true. Ladies and gentlemen, don't just take my words. McFadden's report. This is NBC News. Another, quote-unquote, credible news agency. Remember, Breitbart, Daily Caller, Gateway Pundit. Remember, that's all fake news. That's all fake news. The only real news is ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, and of course, MSNBC. Even Fox News is nothing more than propaganda for the right, except when MSNBC hires Megyn Kelly, or I should say Greta Van Susteren, and NBC hires Megyn Kelly. Then, then the people that they hired are real journalists working for a real news organization. So, NBC being a real news outlet is saying their information is correct and CNN's information is wrong along with the Washington Post. So, all my friends that are listening to the program, you need to go on Twitter, and I already did it before we went online. You need to go find the NBC article, and you need to tweet it to hack Tapper. Now, what I do, because tweeting a hashtag or tweeting at sometimes isn't as effective as going to their timeline, finding their most recent tweet, and then posting in the comment section. Because all these people are marks. So when they tweet something, they get notifications that people either commented or liked. And of course, they go to it. When you're adding them, Yeah, they get necessarily notified, but sometimes it goes in and out. When you're commenting, they always respond. Well, not respond, but they always see it. I've gotten all my responses when I've done what I'm talking about. And when people say to me, well, aren't what news organization isn't biased to a party? And when someone says that, what they're referencing is, well, look at Fox. Okay, let's roll with it. Let's roll with it. Fox is biased to Republicans. Okay. All right. Well, NBC, ABC, CBS. CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, Washington Post, New York Times, BuzzFeed, Daily Beast, Huffington Post, 
Vice, Vox, HBO, NBC Late Night TV. Uh, The list goes on and on and on and on. The list goes on and on and on and on. I get it. I get it. Everybody has their favorites. But when you have media conglomerates that are purchased, bought, whatever, controlled by a party, you eventually start looking like a communist country. You start looking like Nazi Germany. And I didn't even throw in Facebook. What do they say? Facebook is one of the uh, up-and-coming ways that people communicate and get their news. And what's Facebook doing? They're making sure that they hire a bunch of liberals to go through their news. Well, how about just the fact that Months and months and months and months and months ago, the people that run their news feed were making sure that no conservative news was making its way to where people saw it. No different than when you have Yahoo as your uh, browser. It's not like you see a plethora of damning stories about liberals. I'm not saying you don't see any. But it's not like a 50-50 split. I mean, it's not. And if you say, oh, no, you're, you're, you're more... Listen, my parents are liberals. I used to be a liberal. If you are a partisan okay if you are a partisan and you've never uh, switched if it, and you've never been part of a different team you always think that mentality when i was a liberal i i used to laugh because we control all the media we control the messaging i used to laugh i used to say man Republicans are, forget about it. They got Fox. We got everything else. And we got Hollywood slash entertainment. So we can make a show, okay? We can make a show and drop in that show messaging. And I've said this before and I'll say it again for those of you who haven't heard me talk about it, be gay marriage. And I, and I don't necessarily give a crap about gay marriage. I, I, I don't like the fact that it's become a, you know, a political football, so to speak. And the government, yeah, you, you know, you got to bake a cake and you got to do And really, at the end of the day, it's just about, it, it, it's about a name. You know, it really is. It's about a name. Because rather you call it civil unions, rather you call it your mind forever, 
ultimately having the name marriage isn't the only thing that grants same-sex couples all the rights of heterosexual couples who have the word marriage in them. It's just not the case. It's not the case. But this isn't about gay marriage, whatever. My point being, people like Obama, people like Hillary, who are in their 50s, 60s, didn't just come around to gay marriage. Just like people say, Trump hasn't evolved. He's 70 years old. You don't evolve when you're 70 years old. Well, the same thing for gay marriage. If you're a 60-year-old politician, you don't just wake up one morning and go, you know, I evolved. You know, I, I evolved. I used to be against it, but I evolved. No. No. It was something that was created by the media, culture. It wasn't something natural. It wasn't something that just, you know, evolved over time as a natural occurrence. It was created. We're going to have TV shows. We're, you know, we're going to have, you know, music. We're, We're going to push an agenda, and over time, it will be accepted. It will be the norm. That's why you always hear this word, you can't normalize Trump, you can't normalize Trump. Because liberals know how easy it is to normalize something. You normalize it. Easy. Once the media normalizes something, it's over. Finished. So, talking about Fox being conservative in the media, and and they, you know they have sides. Listen, Democrats have always had the advantage, and they will always continue to have the advantage. And I know some of my friends go, "Yeah, but look at this election." And I've said it before, say it again. David Goliath. We, we beat Goliath, but that doesn't mean we're going to beat Goliath all the time. And if we run around beating our chest going, we won, we won, yay, that was there, we'll lose. Because you see what they did with this BuzzFeed, uh, Buzz, Bud, BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed CNN story. And it's funny because Jonathan Kapar of the Washington Post printed a story this morning that sums it up. And this is what it's all about. Trump has his own birther crisis. That sums it all up. And I... And I Talked this at nauseum yesterday. Trump didn't just piss off. He didn't just piss off establishment elites. 
He pissed off the entire system. He pissed off the entire system. Republicans, Democrats, the media, I mean, everyone. And every single day, he continues to piss them off. And throughout the primaries and the election, the general, every time they thought they had him, he beat them. Every time they thought, we got him on this, we got him on that. There's this great meme that's on the internet. And it shows Time Magazine covers. And it has the Time Magazine cover where it says, you know, uh, meltdown. And it has a, a character of Trump's face that it's slowly melting. And then like two months later, it has that same picture and it's completely melted. And it's like, you know, complete meltdown. And like a month later, it's the picture of him sitting in the chair and it says president-elect. So every time the media, every time Republicans, every time Democrats, every, all of them, every time they had Trump, and they were like, this is the one, this is the, yeah, we got him. We got him. He beats them. He shoves it up their keister. So they're constantly re-upping the ante. So here we are with CNN doing what they did. And now with the NBC report as Hack Tapper and Anderson Cooper and all the other hacks on their network going, we just reported on the two-page addendum. That's all we did. We did. And that was there again, alibi, reasoning, all day. That's all they kept saying. We did nothing wrong. We didn't print the 35-page the dossier. We did nothing wrong. We felt it was important to report on information that was relayed to uh, the president-elect and the president. If it wasn't important, the intelligence community wouldn't have briefed them. That is all we did. The, the, us being fake news, this is wrong. That, all day, that's all every single CNN host towed the line. That's it. So now you have NBC saying uh, the president-elect was not briefed. Somebody is fake news. Somebody is fake. So if NBC is telling the truth, okay, if NBC is telling the truth, then Hack Tapper's got to be fired. Shahudo's got to be fired. Bernstein, they all got to be fired because they did the report which led to BuzzFeed going, hey, you know that report that CNN's talking about? Here's what it's based off of. 
And, and as a side note, and, and we'll get more into this, I will say that at times, though, as much as stuff like this is powerful, it is kind of like the gang that couldn't shoot straight. Because today, just like yesterday, were big news days technically didn't involve Trump. You know, we got confirmation hearings going on. But guess what? The only thing anybody's talking about is this CNN BuzzFeed story. So nobody's talking about the Jeff Sessions confirmation report. Nobody's talking about our report, uh, the confirmation here. Nobody's talking about Rex Tillerson today. No one's talking uh, about the Trump press conference. I mean, they are, but there was actually stuff in the press conference that if we weren't talking about this stuff, you could actually talk about the stuff that was in the Trump press conference. The only thing anybody's talking about from the Trump press conference is him yelling at Jim Acosta and calling CNN fake news. It's all anybody's talking about. And then, on top of that, you create this battle which Trump has been successful with, never lost it yet, and that being the media is dishonest, the media is controlled by Democrats, they were in collusion with Hillary Clinton and John Podesta going through the primaries and in the general, here is the evidence, and now... They're in collusion once again. And if you supported Trump, you're going, yes! I knew, yeah, look what... And, and, if you're somebody, if you're somebody that's not way partisan, like my mom and dad are liberals, but you could actually have a conversation with them so they're not complete partisan hacks. You get sympathy from them because what my mom said was it's obvious that all of that stuff was a lie and it's obvious that this is all coming from Obama and Obama people. And she goes, I don't want to believe that because I like Obama. But it's obvious this is payback for the birther stuff. That's, that, that's my mom, who's a bleeding heart liberal, who's going, uh, yeah, this is obviously BS. It's obviously payback for birtherism. 
obviously the media who are dem I mean this is my liberal mom who voted for Hillary So like I said it, it's the gang that because not only did this story which consumed yesterday and today step on the Rex Tillerson confirmation the Jeff Sessions confirmation and any relevant information in the Trump press conference with NBC throwing their two cents into it, this story stretches to another day. And now, Hack Tapper and the rest of the crew at CNN are going to have to push back against NBC and say, well, our sources told us this. But your source told you completely opposite of the NBC source. Well, our source is more credible. So now you're going to have CNN having to say NBC are liars. The Washington Post are liars. NBC saying they're li- I mean, now you've got three networks. So, again, the gang that sh- can't shoot straight? I'm thinking the Democrats slash media are falling into this category. Because there was nine hours of testimony of Rex Tillerson, and there were a couple times where you were like, ah, oh, come on, Rex. Jeez. But no one's talking about that. And tomorrow, no one's going to talk about it. Because tomorrow, everybody's going to talk about the NBC report. Because the damn NBC report contradicts everything. And I mean everything that CNN and BuzzFeed put together. And now, once again, CNN is at the center Remember, CNN, Clinton News Network, is at the center of the creation of a huge dumpster fire. Because don't forget, at the end of the day, it was CNN and Anderson Cooper who created, along with NBC, that's why it's so funny. That it's NBC that came out tonight and went, hey, this did never happen. But when Anderson Cooper said to Trump on that debate stage, so you're telling me. And Anderson Cooper repeated that question, I don't know, two or three different times to make sure. That everybody heard Trump say, I never kissed or hugged or groped a woman who didn't want it. I never did any of the stuff that you heard in the tapes. And Anderson Cooper kept saying, are you sure? You're saying it? Are you sure? And then the next day, Anderson Cooper went, breaking news. We have a woman who says Donald Trump manhandled her and was hands like an octopus. La, 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 la. Which means Anderson Cooper 
and CNN had that woman. They had that story. But they had to tee it up. They had it. So now here we are with another dumpster fire. And CNN is in the middle of it. And what is their name again? The Clinton News Network. The Clinton News Network. I mean, this is some pretty big stuff, guys. (laughs) You know? And we haven't even talked about... (laughs) We haven't even talked about the other piece of the news which broke that this entire thing got rolling because John McCain, of all people, that's why I said yesterday, this isn't necessarily focused on just, you know, one party or, or one group. It's the entire Washington political apparatus. I mean, you notice that anytime there's a, a, a Trump dust-up, people that are at the center or organizations that are at the center of these dust-ups have some type of history with Trump. You ever notice that? So you got McCain, okay? You you got McCain. Daughter has a national radio show, and it's bad. It's horrible, okay? It's, it's horrible. Very bad. And she's on uh, television with Fox. Horrible, bad. Only reason she has what she has is because of the dad. Neither here, neither there. She was anti-Trump. She still was anti-Trump. And every night on her radio show, she would blast Trump. And a few times, Trump took to Twitter and said, Megan McCain, overrated, bad, horrible, you know, the normal Trump stuff. And on more than one occasion... I heard Megan McCain talk about being excited when all of this was over because it's been the most stressful, most just, uh, you know, agonizing political campaign that she's ever been part of. I heard her talk about being at a point where she was just going to bite her tongue and get on the Trump train because she was sick of people tweeting her and calling her names and being vicious. 
So, you have Megan McCain being in a position of despising Trump, Trump not liking her, and anybody that supports Trump despising Megan McCain. So, you got that. You got Lindsey Graham, who's John McCain's, for all intents and purposes, boyfriend. Now, their homosexual love affair is, of course, of course, unconfirmed, can't corroborate that information. I'm only putting it out there and letting you, the American people, judge if Lindsey Graham is a homosexual man and John McCain is his homosexual partner, or at least bisexual partner. Sometimes they do by-love or, or cuckolding with Cindy. Again, unsubstantiated. I can't confirm it. Just putting it out there. You guys decide. That's all. Now, Lindsey Graham was continuously mocked, belittled, berated by Trump to the point where Trump gave out Lindsey Graham's cell phone number. I mean, for weeks, Lindsey Graham was the biggest punchline in the primary season. Like, the biggest punchline. You couldn't get a bigger punchline than Lindsey Graham. So, right now, you're talking about two of three loves of John McCain's life. One has to assume he loves Cindy, so that would be three. The other two, Lindsey Graham and his unhealthy daughter, Megan McCain. Now, somebody's being mean, two of the three people that you love, wouldn't you want to get a little payback? Wouldn't you want to get a little payback? Remember, guys, before Trump, this entire Republican field had visions of grandeur. Before Trump, here was their scenario. Jeb Bush president, Marco Rubio vice president. John McCain... Secretary of State or Lindsey Graham Secretary of State or both John you take Secretary of State for the first four years I'll roll the dice you're 70 something years old I still got time left after that you retire Jeb gets reelected. 
I become Secretary of State. And I mean, the list goes on and on. You could point to different Republicans and the delusional thoughts that they all had in their head of what their roles were going to be, how they were going to shape the government. And then Trump comes in, he wins, and doesn't use any of them. He practically has all outsiders. And I know you have people going, well, he said he was going to drain the swamp. These are big. No. Well, uh, what he meant was he wasn't going to use individuals who had been inside Washington for the last 30 or 40 years. That doesn't mean every single person. Because ultimately, you need to throw a couple crumbs to those swamp dwellers. Why do you think Mitch McConnell's wife is part of the administration? Well, it's Mitch McConnell's wife. But the jobs that really matter, they're all outsiders. Rex Tillerson, doesn't matter that he's an ExxonMobil guy. Trump never said, oh, I'm not going to have, he just said, I'm not going to go and get Ted Cruz to be Secretary of State. It was that type of vibe. I'm going to get business people. He said that. I'm going to get business people. So he goes and gets the Hardy's guy, the the Carl's Jr. guy. He didn't see it. He's not a Washington guy. He didn't serve in five different administrations. So you get my point. All of these Republicans are like, oh, I'm going to do that job, and then I'm going to do that job, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that. And they all got aced out. So here's McCain. The two of the three loves of his life are getting big dumps by Donald Trump right in their faces. He's like, here, rub it all over your chest. And then third, Donald Trump says, I like people that weren't captured. John McCain's not a war hero. That was a big deal. That was a big deal. And then, on top of that, Trump doing what McCain couldn't do, which was win the big one. A lot of people get to the show, not a lot of people win it. My Buffalo Bills have been there four years in a row. But they never won it. And they will always be remembered as the team that lost the Super Bowl four years in a row. 
So it's somewhat easy to run for president. And what I mean by that is anybody can run for president. They have the primaries. 16 people run. Carly Fiorina ran. John McCain ran once, twice. Yeah, twice. Joe Biden ran, what, four times? So running for president, anybody could do. Getting the nomination, a little bit harder, but still, okay, you got the nomination. Okay, you're in the Super Bowl. But winning it? Come on. That's big time, like winning the Super Bowl. So, on top of Trump saying, hey, John McCain, you're not a war hero. You got captured. I don't like people that got captured. On top of that, he also did what John McCain didn't do. And that's win the big one. So, here you got John McCain. And like I said, anytime there's a situation that involves Trump. It's always created by enemies. It's always created by people that Trump has done battle with or they have some type of grudge. Very rarely and I know I'll get pushback from this, but very rarely do these dumpster fires happen because Trump said it. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. That whole dust up about Judge Carroll and the con dust up, Those are things that Trump kind of started in the sense, I'm not saying started it, but I'm saying the fire. Yeah, the fire was created in the dumpster and the gasoline and just needed to be lit. That's Trump. But other fires, they're not from Trump. So keep up with me here. So now you got... John McCain, who Trump has done battle with John McCain's daughter, and you all love your kids. Lindsey Graham, you all love your significant others. And your own ego. So, who has a bigger hard-on for Donald Trump than John McCain? And then if you want, throw in um, Secretary of State and the fact that anybody else that got the nomination who would have won, John McCain would have been in the running to be Secretary of State. So, how does this dossier 
get in the hands of the quote-unquote intelligence community? John McCain. Yeah. Yeah. John McCain. Here is the exact transcript. Okay? A reporter stuck the microphone in McCain's face, and McCain said, after looking at the information, I took it to the FBI. I've had no further involvement with it at issue. And by the way, according to some media reports, they already had the information. But I didn't know that at the time. I did what any citizen would do. (laughs) What any citizen would do. I received sensitive information and then handed it over to the proper government agency and had nothing else to do with it. Now, sounds like McCain got this secret dossier from a covert operation. That, and that's not the case. It's absolutely not the case. The guy worked in the intelligence field years and years and years ago. And subsequently, opened his own collection business. Seriously, basically the guy gets hired by people to try to dig up dirt or create dirt on individuals so that campaigns can use that information and do what CNN BuzzFeed did to Trump yesterday. This individual is paid by operatives in the Republican Party. So, rather they were Cruz people or uh, Rubio people, these individuals went to this, uh, wait a minute, I got, his name's already out there. Uh, Christopher Steele. So, people in the, and now remember, Lindsey Graham's running for president. Uh, You know, John McCain's not some Washington outsider. Uh, Come on, man. John McCain knew where this information came from. He knew all about it. He's acting like some babe in the woods. He's acting like he's uh, Henry Hill's wife, Karen, from Goodfellas. I didn't know anything. I, they want Henry. They don't want me. <clears throat> so this former British spy, okay, Christopher Steele, is the one who put this stuff together. And once Trump won, the Democrats did business with him. So 
the report John McCain got that he says any citizen would do was opposition research paid for by Republicans and Democrats. This wasn't, uh, you know, a guy in a, in a black trench coat and a black hat. It wasn't deep throat. And John McCain knows that. Somebody just leaked his name. And he got hammered with it. So the person says, the reporter says, why do you think they came to you? McCain says, no idea. The reporter says, do you find the information credible? McCain says, I don't know. That's why I gave it to the FBI. I don't know if it's credible or not, but I thought the information deserved to be delivered to the FBI and the appropriate agencies of government. Reporter said, does it trouble you? McCain says, it doesn't trouble me because I don't know if it's accurate or not. Reporter says, does it make you worried he's subject to blackmail by either the Russians or others? McCain says, it doesn't bother me because I don't know if it's true or not. Because I have no way of corroborating that. The individual made sure I received the information. I then looked at it. I decided it's a matter of the FBI and gave it to the FBI. So, you going to tell me that this dumpster fire was created by Trump? Come on, guys. This is a John McCain disgruntled Republican creation. This was John McCain being a little bitch. Being a 70-something-year-old little bitch. Because big, bad Donald Trump bruised his ego, made fun of his unhealthy daughter, and trampled on the dreams of hopes. Of his life partner, Lindsey Graham. Again, wasn't the intelligence community that compiled this information? That's not the United States intelligence community. It's opposition research. This is not the intelligence community. And for John McCain to spew the stuff that he said, it's just incredible. And it just proves my point yesterday that it's not just the Democrats and the media that are pissed at Trump. It's the entire Washington political apparatus. And I go back to my statement of the gang that couldn't shoot straight. Because all this information does 
is boosts the narrative to all the Trump voters that he is an outsider. That somebody as respected, revered, idolized as John McCain get the ball rolling. Literally, get the ball rolling by going to the FBI with opposition research and saying, somebody gave this to me. I don't know who gave this to me. I don't... Even if that's true, considering we all know that McCain knew where this was from, And for McCain to try to peddle this BS that, oh, I don't know who gave it to me. I don't know why they gave it to me. I just thought, wow, this is some really important stuff. The FBI needs to see it because it's a citizen. Any citizen would have done the exact same thing. Yeah, sure. Let me throw this out there to my liberal friends, and I explained this to my mommy. What Jonathan Capehart and the other liberals need to understand is, yeah, all right, Trump did the birther. Okay, I get it. Payback. But, but here's the troubling thing. When Trump did the birther, A, it started with Hillary Clinton. And in turn, John McCain didn't want to go there. Because the Republicans and John McCain really thought they could beat the black guy. So they didn't need to go in the dirt. And they lost. Well, the second time around, Donald Trump did the dirty work of the Republicans, created the birther situation, pushed the birther situation, and at the end of the day, it didn't work. But yes, for millions and millions and millions of people forever, they will be convinced that Obama was really born in Kenya and he is a secret Muslim. The difference of the payback and it's exactly what Jonathan Kapar of the Washington Post suggested in an article today when he said Trump has his own birther crisis. George Bush contribute to the Obama Muslim Brotherhood 
birther fake news. George Bush could have. Think about George Bush, the Bush administration, doing what Obama and the Obama administration did to Trump. Because if you're going to sit here and tell me that the intel agencies and all the other departments aren't partisan, you're effing nuts. James Clapper all the way down didn't want Trump. None of them wanted Trump. Go back through the history of 12, 13, 14 months of news reports, and you will see plenty of Politico stories and Huffington Post stories, CNN stories of unnamed sources talking about Clapper's preference and Clapper's concerns of Trump. I mean, for heaven's sake, Leon Panetta is as partisan as they come. I mean, there's a guy that was around during the Clinton administration. And lo and behold, he's part of the Obama administration. And he's a Democrat. So, the difference being, George Bush and his people did not create an environment and a situation where all of a sudden there's leaked news reports of an intel briefing with the Muslim Brotherhood or uh, Al-Qaeda operatives and Obama and the fact that he was being cultivated. Remember, the whole Obama birther stuff were very similar to what the media and the Democrats are doing to Trump. Except when you throw in the intelligence community, people take notice. Because then the media goes, you don't believe the intelligence community? We've got a big problem if you don't believe the intelligence community. Oh my God, oh my God. The Trump birther controversy was something that evolved from Hillary Clinton and her operatives. <clears throat> Not Hillary herself, but you know she, she didn't do Obama any favors by telling Steve Croft, oh yeah, he's a Christian as far as I know. I mean, she played it coy. Let's be honest, she played it coy. So it started there, and then, of course, 
on different websites that are definitely not legit news sites like NBC, ABC, CBS. The stories of Obama being a Muslim and so forth and so on got pumped out there. So nobody took it serious because nobody in the intelligence community ever, ever said, well, we were investigating. We were, uh, you know, tracking down lead. Nobody did that. The media, the Democrats, everybody dismissed it as complete and utter nonsense. The difference is with this Trump and Russian BuzzFeed CNN story, the fact that they could put intel community and briefings with the president gave people like CNN a license to go, well, it can't be, you know, fake news. There has to be something there. If this is completely fake, there's no way they would bother the president or the president-elect with it. So it took the Jonathan K. Parr Washington Post narrative of, hey, got his own birther crisis. Wink, wink, nod. (laughs) Ha-ha, payback's a bitch, boys. takes it out of that realm and puts it squarely in Obama's hands. And don't you ever, ever think this is too dirty for Obama. Because the one thing you could say about Obama, he don't lose. What's that tape they always play from years and years and years ago where he's talking about they bring a knife, you, you bring a gun. He don't lose. Remember when he said, we won. There's consequences for elections. We won. Obama's making sure that Trump is getting every payback imaginable oh so now i've got birtherism i've got i'm born in kenya i mean you don't think obama sits there and goes you know because he's got an ego like you wouldn't believe I, I, I come on guys you all know that you don't think obama sits there and goes man i would probably be Five years away from having my face on Mount Rushmore if it wasn't for the birther stuff. If it wasn't for the fact that there's a segment of the population that legitimately thinks I'm a secret Muslim, I was born in Kenya, and I'm illegitimate. 
If it wasn't for that son of a bitch, Donald Trump, I would be looked at alongside Washington, Lincoln, Jefferson. You know. You absolutely know. Obama holds that. 100% you know. Remember, what did Obama say when Hillary looked like she was going to win? There's no rigging the system. Trump's just being a crybaby. The end of the day, kind of the fallback in the sense that by the luck of the Irish, if Trump won, this would be used to try to discredit and deny the election, which you saw things happen. The electors, I mean, the list goes on and on. And if it wasn't used now, it'd be used later. But there was no way in God's green earth, if Trump won, Obama was going to give him a free pass. wasn't going to happen. And so that's what makes this whole thing be a little bit deeper than a, oh, so I gave you Bertha and now you're giving me Russian KGB double agent. Okay. The difference is George Bush wasn't part of the Obama birther plan, meaning it never stuck because it never had weight of the White House or the intelligence community behind it. It was always looked as a fringe Alex Jones conspiracy by the James Clapper intel community and CNN and BuzzFeed making up the story that the intel community briefed Trump on it, which, according to NBC, never happened. It now gives this story credibility and sows the doubt in people's minds. So now Trump, rather it's four years or eight years, will always be saddled with what Jonathan Kapar said is his birther crisis. It's Rob's Gary Show. All right, you guys have been great. Don't forget, tweet Hack Tapper, tweet Anderson Cooper, send him the NBC article. We need to get some Dan Rather CBS retribution. Somebody at CNN needs to get fired because according to NBC, they made their excuse up. 
It's Rob Zakari. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You guys are the best. We won't be late tomorrow. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Do-do-do-do-do.